Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the celebration of the class of 2022 confirmation, which uh, I think there's a, it's an, a bit of an anniversary. I think this is the uh, 123rd confirmation class where Derek Metcalf has been a participant. Derek, how many, how many confirmation kids did you uh, mentor? Do you remember the number? 22. 22. There you go. 22 Conferman mentors. And the other thing that amazes me about Derek, and this is, this is not a joke, he knows where almost all of them are today. He's been invited to weddings and to baptisms and to, and to all kinds of events in their lives. He, he keeps track of you. And uh, they are all grateful. In fact, Christmas Eve service, one of the things that people are wandering around the church, young people that I almost never get to see except on Christmas Eve, all have the same question, and that's, where is Mr. Metcalf? They want to say hello and Merry Christmas. We have confirmation mentors that are also very proud of their mentees today as they are celebrating the completion of confirmation class, but the beginning of their life of faith and witness within a community of faith. We have five students in our confirmation class, one of which is not going to be confirmed here or become a member here because his father is the pastor of Highland Presbyterian Church. So Mark Zimmerly's son is going to be received in confirmation ceremonies and membership ceremonies at his father's church. But he has been a year-long participant in the confirmation class, so he's part of our service with us today. So on loan from Highlands Presbyterian Church, <laughs> Elijah Zimmerly. Um, this year, if there was a fundraising theme for our mission trip, it would be fatten them up for the journey. Because we have not one, but two opportunities to raise money. One is at Nothing Bunt Cakes, and the other is at Blackberry Market. The little yellow insert here is an opportunity. A uh, portion of the proceeds will be going to First Presbyterian Church's 2022 mission trip. So patronize these groups. Yes, Susan. There are three ways. Oh, Tate's. I, I left out Tate's. Wow, cake, ice cream, and brunch. Whew. This is, uh, this is certainly not a low-cal. Um, if you're watching your weight, we do take cash, just as a reminder. Um, this coming Tuesday is another commuter concert right here in the sanctuary. Uh, please come and join a soloist uh, who will be sharing absolutely magnificent music with the congregation and with your neighbors. If you have friends that enjoy really good music and you want an opportunity to treat them to a free concert, here's your deal. Uh, come here on Tuesday evening for our commuter concert, uh, one of many in our series and uh, enjoy the acoustics of this magnificent room filled with beautiful music. Uh, all are invited. Uh, there is a free will offering, a basket that is set out, and all of the proceeds from those gifts go directly to the artist. Uh, we don't hold back any management fees or costs. I'm going to be turning the service over now to our confirmation class. 
Um, and so you won't have to hear from me again, except when we get to the membership part, when we ask some questions. Uh, but they have worked hard for this morning, so please enjoy their ministry to us. Welcome to the First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. We are so glad you are here to worship with us on Confirmation Sunday. Please sign the attendance pad at the center of your aisle and pass it down your pew. My name is Harrison Blau, and I had so much fun learning and growing with my friends this year in Confirmation. We, the Confirmands, will be leading worship today. Please stand as you are able and join me in the call to worship. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. From heavens, praise him in the heights. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. Yeah. 
May all the children please come up to the front. Today we'll be reading a book about an owl that is scared in the dark. I know I'm scared of something. I'm scared of stink bugs. They, they scare me. I was, I was watching TV one day, one of them, that big, was just on the window. and I was scared. I ran. I ran. I can't handle stink bugs. Are you guys scared of anything? Spiders, um, but I have a connection to your fear of stink bugs because uh, yesterday I was on a camp out and there was a stink bug in the middle of my cabin floor. So, are you scared of anything? Um, probably wasps, wasps and bees. How about you? I'm scared of people getting in trouble. <laughs> How about you? Spiders. Same here. Spiders and stink bugs. There we go. Anything you're scared of? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> the mic. Alright. Owl lives in a hollow in a tree. Every night she wakes up ready to play with the other forest creatures. Owl gazes out of her hollow and sees her friends playing in the night. Owl wants to join them, but Owl has a secret. She's afraid of the dark. One night, Barney the Barn Owl brings Owl a special invitation. The invitation says, Dear Owl, do you want to go flying in the forest with me tonight? Your friend, Barney. Poor Owl. She loves to fly, but the night is so dark. I was afraid. One might be hiding out there. I can't go out tonight, Alice says. Sadly, Varney flies away. Oh, I wish I weren't so I wish it weren't so dark. I'm scared of the dark, Owl cries. Moon is behind a cloud, but when he hears Owl's cry, he says, How sad. I was afraid of the dark. Moon glides down to perch on perch near Owl's tree. Owl, he says gently. Why are you so afraid? Don't you know that God is always here with you? But it's dark, and I can't see him, Owl says. How can I know he's there? God is always there, Moon says. Even if you can't see him, you can trust him to, make, to take care of you. Truly, Owl asks. Truly, Moon replies. Soon the dark night comes again, but Owl remembers what Moon said. God is here, even though I can't see him. Owl says, I can trust him. Owl sends a note back to Barney. It says, Dear Barney, let's go flying through the dark forest tonight at midnight. Yours, Owl. Owl and Barney soar through the night. Owl knows that God is watching over her and keeping her safe. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, the Lord says. I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. All right. What did we learn in that book? That even if you can't see him, that God is always there, even if you're really afraid of something. Yeah, like stink bugs. God is always there to protect you. True. Even if you can't see him, God is there, and he's with you. Also true. God is always with you.
Another true answer. Um, the dark, it's like you feel dark and lonely, but there's really lots of things around you. True. Now will everybody please join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you for always protecting us in times of fear and always helping us see the light in the dark. In your precious name we pray. Amen. confession. I confess that I was nervous about confirmation and a little bit jealous of my sister because of it. My parents and grandparents who are both here are very religious and with that they're bound to have high expectations. I didn't know and still don't know all the answers about God and church but my sister when she was my age seemed to know it all and was a star because of it. I confess I was jealous of her and all the praise she got from all her past Christmas plays and church and the confession that she did several times and how it seemed to come so easy for her. Church expectations in my family seemed to be really high and my sister seemed to always have no problem with it. And when it, time, when it became time for her to write her faith statement, I admit that I mocked her a little bit because she, everyone was always, good job, Carter, I'm so proud of you. After going through the process myself, I realized that I shouldn't have thought of my sister that way, and I also realized that writing a faith statement and confession isn't about how you can fill the space on the blank page, it's about how you really feel about God and being able to make your own connection and relationship with God. Thank you. The first uh, reading is going to be Revelation uh, chapter 21, verses 1 through 6, and you're welcome to follow along in your pew Bible if you'd like. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, 
I am making all things new. And he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Please rise and join us in the song. Feel free to follow along in the Pew Bible. John 13, 31 through 35. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. 
By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Hi, I'm Elijah Zimmerly, and I'm going to be reading the first faith statement. I think a lot about what happens when we die, or maybe not really when we die. I don't particularly care about that. It'll happen when it happens. I guess I just really wish I knew the meaning of life, as cheesy as it sounds. Why do we exist? Of course, we can look to the Bible for an explanation, but that can be hard to believe in so literally, especially with the way the rest of society is currently pointing away from the church. However, it's just as hard to wrap my mind around the idea that there could be no other explanation, nothing beyond this world. So what am I actually living for? Christianity has taught me that the real meaning of life is to serve others with kindness and my given talents while working to create a more just world for everyone. Christianity makes me better. That's really all it is. Even if after we die, we simply cease to exist. There still has to be some sort of value to doing the right thing. The Bible gives plenty of explanation as to what are the right things to do and the right way to live. This tends to boil down to trust in God and love your neighbor. As long as you focus on others and do what God asks of us, our own personal needs and happiness will be fulfilled. Take issues like drug addiction. I believe that many people wouldn't become sucked into the world of drug abuse if they had something deeper to live for in the first place. This is where I think that faith can be vital in protecting people from thinking that there isn't anything to life other than make yourself, making yourself happy. When criminals are in prison, a surprising number seem to suddenly find their meaning in Jesus. And the ones that manage, actually manage to turn around their lives, they're the ones that actually had. The church guides people, and without it, finding a meaning in life is harder. Not impossible, but harder. Church isn't for everyone, but I believe that a belief in God can help us all live life a little bit more. I wish I could take a simple answer to all these questions and be sure of them right now, but the reality is that I have a lot to learn, as we all do. I don't need to have all these questions answered at this point in my life. Of course, this leaves opening for further exploration. Through my faith in Christ, I am open to learning new things and diving deeper into the questions that I have referenced. To me, Jesus is not just my Lord and Savior, but also my teacher, so maybe this statement of faith can just be one big introduction for what is to come. I'm Callie Logan Flanagan, and my faith statement is really long, so get ready. (laughs) I believe in God. God is the Father, maker of heaven and earth. Otherwise, where would we be? We couldn't be without God. I think God is a spirit next to you, helping to guide you through difficult and happy times. I feel God mostly when I'm having a hard time in school with my friends or with my sister. I pray to him to help me out or to help me in different ways. I believe in God, the Father, Son, and Spirit all wrapped into one. I picture God to look like Morgan Freeman, and when I picture the Holy Spirit, I picture one of those little angels that would pop up on your shoulder from Ben and Jerry. The Holy Spirit helps me to make important decisions and to guide me. The Holy Spirit is within us, helping us to do good in the world, helping us to do good deeds, and helping each other out when they have important needs and even just wants. When asked the question, who am I, I'm 13. Hanging out with friends makes me happy, my dog makes me happy, my family makes me happy, and I definitely love vacationing. 
I'm definitely an extrovert like my mom, and I love the weekend, and I love to sleep in, but when I get up to do my homework early in the morning, it's my favorite thing. I feel so responsible. To be a child of God, you are a Christian. You believe, you pray, and you follow him. To follow him, in my opinion, means to believe, to believe in his spirit to help you. Baptism means to me that being reborn in a way to God. In my opinion, you are born physically and then you are born into again into a blessing through baptism. As a Torah guide, God is welcoming you and making you and helping you through the rest of your life. No matter how much you mess up or make mistakes, I think if you admit to God you made them, God will say it's okay and that he loves us no matter what. I also like when we have communion. We celebrate communion as a connection back to God. Communion is the blood and body of Christ for you, and it comes directly to us and connects us to God. I think the bread and the wine symbolizes God's connection on earth. Sharing communion represents friendship and being connected in the church. Worship. I think it's important to worship God so God knows how much you care and want to connect to him. Praying for me is mostly asking for help, but in worship we are praising God and thinking about things bigger than ourselves. It's important to worship as a community to strengthen our bond between our belief. My family is pretty close to a lot of others in this church. Church is a safe place from judgment and free for all kids and grown-ups. You always have a place to go back to, and it gives you a sense of belonging. I feel closest to God in worship when we say the Lord's Prayer. I know all the words, and it's something I learned many years ago that I feel like I know him more as I'm reciting the prayer. For the Bible, I think the Bible is trying to say or show how much Jesus has helped people. It's bigger than my regular suburban life and shows us how much he has impacted us and why we should worship him. I have lots of questions about the Bible. First, in the Adam and Eve story, how are there so many different cultures and races today if we all started from two people? It's surprising to me how much everyone has grown from then. Another question I have about the Bible is if I'm supposed to take it literally or not. And if I do take it literally, I sometimes get confused on what's going on. What does God ask of me? God asks me to be loyal to the Christian faith, to worship, even if it's not as fluent as I'd like it to be. I also think he's asking me to be a part of my community and congregation to help make others happy, even if it's a small thing like keeping in touch with old friend or even just showing up for people. When thinking of the question, what can I give to God, it's hard to say. He has everything, so there isn't anything physically I can give him, but I can give him my love, my worship, and I can serve others, be kind, and I can be a part of a community for him. Church, to me, is the home of God and a place of worship and forgiveness. It's a place you go to belong in the world if you are ever feeling lost. You are always welcome. You are always a part of it. It's like another home for however long you were there. Daily prayer gives me an extra bit of reassurance if I'm worried about something or it makes me feel less stressed out about something. I will grow my faith as I ask and answer questions and by going to church. Praying and trying to listen to him speak to me. And I will pay attention to signs he gives me to say it's going to be okay. And I think I have a good and solid relationship with God. My hope for the future is to be like my mom. 
I like how my mom has life I like how my mom's life has turned out and I like how much she seems to have grown from when she tells me stories from when she was my age and in her 20s. Out of college, she moved to Boston on a low budget and had enough just had enough money to share an apartment with a roommate from college that she told me she didn't even like. I remember her telling me that she had to sleep on the ground of her apartment for a few months because she couldn't afford a mattress. She earned enough money and moved out and lived alone for a year before meeting my dad. I also remember her telling me that she did work with people in bad neighborhoods and gang members to help them solve their conflicts for three, which I thought was the coolest part. I feel like she served others even though it was hard, and now I feel like God is calling me to serve others as well. Thank you. Hi, my name is Brady Rusk. I believe that I am God's one-of-a-kind creation and that he unconditionally loves me and all of his other individual creations. I believe that we have an unrepayable debt to Jesus who willingly sacrificed his life for us on the cross. I would describe God as and Jesus as kind, non-discriminate, and powerful, yet extremely loving. I also believe that Jesus serves an example for all of us to live better lives. Although I believe this, I only partially believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Part of me wants to fully believe in God, but the other part of me doesn't fully understand and questions God. The part of me that believes in God says that he is our Lord and Savior in heaven. The part of me that says God can be cruel in different ways by allowing wars and fighting to happen. The part of me that questions God also believes that God's entire existence could be a lie because of the accounts of Jesus coming from just regular people. And I believe that these individuals could have possibly lied about these stories or extremely exaggerated them. And although I only partially believe in God, I do fully believe in the way of Christianity and the people who worship him. I believe in the way they support each other, welcome each other, and make church a safe place. I believe worship in general is great because it gives people time to reflect, relax, and start the day feeling optimistic. I also believe that God asked me to become the best version of myself and to constantly strive for greatness. In the future, I hope to achieve his goal if I'm lucky. I also hope to educate myself more on the topic of God and Jesus and also end up putting full faith in God by the time I leave this world. Does anyone have any joys or concerns? I give thanks for uh, young people like yourself, uh, whom I really don't know, but I'm a visitor. Uh, but on the other hand, also for children, perhaps in places like Ukraine, who are asking a lot of important questions and perhaps a lot about God. Prayer for Ukraine. My thanks is just for this confirmation class. We're spectacular and Joy for the confirmation class. My Aunt Deanna was diagnosed with breast cancer. We currently don't really know what her situation is, 
but just prayers keeping her safe and hopefully everything will turn out positively. Prayer for your aunt. Let us pray. God, we are grateful for your church and especially this congregation that testifies to you and your grace. Thank you for the welcome and love that is shared in this room as our congregation cares for each other. Thank you for this confirmation class and the way that they feel at home in this place. We pray that this will be a time when their faith deepens and they know more and more of you. As we get to know you, we realize how much you want to hear the joys and concerns of our hearts. Today, we give you thanks for this class of confirmands, their teachers and mentors who guided them on this part of their faith journey, for parents and family who want to teach faith to their children, for all of the joys and concerns received today. A prayer for Olivia Hines' dad, Jerry. Please join me in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power the glory forever. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. It is with joy, it is with thanksgiving that we broaden our table of members Jesus says that we are the light of the world, and a city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, is going to put it under a bushel, but places it on a lampstand and gives it space to light the whole house. In the same way, let your light so shine that others can see your good works, your joy, your faith and give glory to God. John, do you want to introduce our confirmands and mentors? Come on forward, um, Callie and Maya, Harrison and Brady. And again, Elijah's not going to be up here with us, but um, Elijah was a wonderful addition to our group this year. So thank you, Elijah, for um, all of your participation and your good work. We love you anyway, Elijah. <laughs> and um, mentors, if you could join us also. Come on, Lance. And our mentors are going to provide the introductions. I present Harrison Douglas Bow to the session of this congregation to make public his profession of faith confirming the covenant into which they were baptized. I present Brady Daniel 
to the session of this congregation to make public their profession of faith, confirming the covenant into which they were baptized. I present Maya Lauren Bilesma to this congregation to make public their profession of faith, confirming the covenant into which they were baptized. It is with joy that I present Callie Logan Flanagan to the session of this congregation to make public their profession of faith, confirming the covenant into which they were baptized. It was at their baptism that we as a congregation took a pledge, and that was the promise that we would bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, which is to say that we would look after them, and together with their guardians and parents, encouraging them to their own statement of faith, confirming what was said at their baptism, what was proclaimed at their baptism, what that they were God's own children, loved by God, received by grace, and welcomed into the community of faith. We prayed that they would be guarded and safe and joyful, and that they would learn to love God and to share with God's people. In embracing that covenant that we made with them in baptism, we choose whom we will serve. And we choose turning from the world to a service of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to ask questions of the confirmands. I ask you, will you reject sin, profess your faith in Christ Jesus, and confess the faith of the church, the faith into which you were baptized? Trusting in the gracious mercy of God, you turn from the ways of sin and renounce evil and powers in the world which defy God's righteousness and love, if so say, I do. Do you renounce the ways of sin that separate you from the love of God, if so say, I do. Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Lord and Savior? If so, say, I do. Will you be Christ's faithful disciple, obeying his word, showing his love to your life's end? If so, say, I will with God's help. Let us pray. Faithful God, in our baptism you claimed us, and by your Spirit you are at work in our lives, empowering us to live a life worthy and faithful to our calling. We thank you for leading Harrison, Maya, Callie, and Brady to this time and place of reaffirming the covenant that you made with them in their baptism. Establish them in your truth. Guide them by your spirit, that together with all your people they may grow in faith and hope and love and be faithful disciples of Jesus Christ to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be everlasting honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Please join the confirmation class of 2022 in, in affirming the faith we share in response to the following questions. Since the year 180 AD, Christians have used a form of what we now call the Apostles' Creed to affirm what they believed as they entered the fellowship of the church. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe, I believe in, in God, God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. He descended to the dead. 
The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He is seated on the right hand of God the Father. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. On this occasion, our confirmed young people have also expressed their desire to become members of the First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. Imagine that. Just as an aside, I hope you heard to a person how they expressed their love that this is a safe place. That takes seriously our confirmation and baptismal covenant that when you're here it is sanctuary Harrison Maya Callie and Brady will you be faithful members of this congregation sharing its worship and ministry through your prayers and gifts your study and service and so fulfill your calling to be a disciple of Christ if so say I will with God's help Thank you, and then I'll finish off with the congregational welcome. I'm not sure if it's printed in the bulletin or not. It is. All right. Please join me. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome in you into the con congregation as we are called together in service, worship, and ministry. Amen. Friends, family, welcome our 2022 Compromands into the membership and life of our church. Please stand and join in singing in praise.
um, first of all, I want to thank um, the um, parents and friends for, um, and the congregation for um, providing support and guidance for um, our five, um, for five confirmands. And I um, want to also thank Scott Musil for his work throughout the year and the mentors. And, uh, and to our musicians today, I was so absorbed in the second song that um, I uh, even lost touch about where we were in the program, which is really a testimonial, so thank you. And um, lastly, um, you know, thanks to our confirmands and the, the charge and, bless and benediction today, or the charge is to please um, take a copy of the faith statements that are on the back table and, um, and read them. And then most importantly, um, enjoy, honor, and um, um, love these kids for all they're doing and all that they will be doing in the future. Um, it's been our uh, tradition over the years to finish each class with the Lord's Prayer. Uh, we, have, we didn't do it this year holding hands, and we won't do that today either, because that would be a little awkward since we haven't done it all year. But I'd like for um, the confirmands and the mentors um, to come on up, and um, we're going to say the Lord's Prayer um, together. And if the rest of the congregation can join us in the Lord's Prayer, that would be wonderful. Thanks for Mr. Jonathan Hall, who leads our confirmation program, recruits the volunteers. Thank you. Uh, one, one quick note, um, I am going to be taking a, a Sunday off for vacation next week. The Reverend Scott Essler, uh, who is a Presbyterian minister, has been visiting with us, is going to be filling the pulpit next Sunday. I figured I'd ask you this way so you couldn't say no. Please stand. Go in peace. Uh, Scott? <laughs> no. all, of my, all, of, all of my enemies will come out of the woodwork and pack the sanctuary just for you. <laughs> Please stand. <laughs> Lord bless you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you.